0: everyone Josh here today I'm going to do something a little different I want to share a song with you uh, called holy haunt and I'm going to do a little devotional based off of it but I'm going to start with just playing through the song and then we'll we'll talk about it so uh, this song's called holy haunt
1: I can feel your holy haunt Flood shake and fold and draw This hallelujah sigh from my twilight I'm not alone but no, I cry I hear the color of your voice, and I breathe in the sound, it's here where I find your wounds still bleed, I drink in your love and I'm found. my soul my judge my friend Lord you know I'll give you everything my strength my weakness and my doubt you know what I need so you sort me out I hear the color of your voice And I'm breathing the sound It's here where I find your wounds still bleed Drinking your love and I'm found I hear the color of your voice And I'm breathing the sound Is here where I find your wounds still bleed I drink in your love and I'm found Into the dark of this brokenness Your love absorbed my night Oh perfect love Oh beautiful light Forgive me for hiding or foolishly trying To earn what is already mine Oh perfect love To the dark of this brokenness, your love absorbed my night. Oh, perfect love, oh, beautiful light. Forgive me for hiding or oh, foolishly trying to earn what is already mine. Give me for hiding foolishly trying to earn what is already mine
0: Well that is Holy Haunt Well I want to just uh, begin with just that opening verse I can feel your holy haunt flutter shake and fold and draw This hallelujah sigh from my twilight. I'm not alone, but known I cry. You know, there's a passage in Acts chapter 17 in which Paul speaks uh, on Mars Hill and he says that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. It is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we move and have our being as even some of our own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. This first verse really speaks to something that is central, I believe, to the Christian life, uh, which is developing an awareness uh, that is paying attention uh, to those pinpoints of grace in our lives, uh, becoming attuned to God's very presence. In Genesis chapter 28, uh, verses 10 through 17, you remember Jacob, when he has that vision, uh, he he wakes from his dream uh, after God says, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I didn't know it. And he was afraid. And he said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. God is near to us. And he's not near to us because he's everywhere. He is near to us because he cares. God is a God who has concerned himself with us humans. It may be uh, difficult for us to comprehend that in a time uh, of so much uncertainty as the COVID virus continues to spread and claims more lives. It can be easy to believe that God isn't here. But I want to just encourage you, before I became a believer, I never thought about God's presence or his absence. And I would argue that even if you are feeling like God is absent, that is a sign that you believe that he is present. I like what Christian Wyman, one of my favorite poets, uh, wrote in his book, My Bright Abyss. He says, for if grace woke me to God's presence in the world. And in my heart, it also woke me to his absence. I never truly felt the pain of unbelief until I began to believe. And I would say that there are those seasons. That is such a beautiful and Profound way of drawing out what many have called the dark night of the soul, or being placed in what I like to say is the shade of His hand, where we are forced to walk by faith, not by sight. But the heavens we are told declare His glory, in uh, the firmament His handiwork. And I believe that God is present everywhere. The question is: Is have we attuned our hearts and our minds uh, to hear His still, soft voice uh, when there are so many voices vying for our attention and our affection? Developing an awareness to God's presence is developing an awareness to His voice. And the question is: Is is are you giving time to Him? Are you allowing Him to speak to you? Are you are you are you spending time uh, in the Word and in prayer? Are you talking with your family and friends? about God are you confessing those times when it feels like he is absent are you letting people into that You see, I believe one of the ways that God is most powerfully experienced is not in our isolation, but it's actually in community. God often reveals himself to be the most present when I spend time with other believers, and God speaks to me through them. God speaks to me through his word. He speaks to me through prayer, but he also is speaking to me through the world around me, the ways that I see his grace uh, engaged with people all around, uh, and so I just encourage you: awareness. Pay attention to those pinpoints of grace. Can you feel uh, that you are haunted by God's very presence? Jesus says, "And lo, I am with you always, to the very end of the age." Uh, secondly, uh, uh, the the second section of of the song, which is the chorus, says, "I hear your." I hear the color of your voice, and I breathe in the sound. It is here where I find your wounds still bleed. I drink in your love, and I am found. Not only do we need awareness, but we need acknowledgement. We need to continually say yes to the yes that God has declared over us in Jesus. He is the God of yes. We're told that all the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus. God has spoken a yes over his world through the sending of his son. I I believe that we need to acknowledge his presence. We need to say, yes, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I think of what Romans chapter 10 verses 8 through 9 says. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved we need to acknowledge God each and every day it's why we are taught to say grace it's why we why gratitude is such an essential component of the Christian life it's an acknowledging that God is near That God is present. Even when we don't feel him, we acknowledge God. We know that you are there. We know that you have not lost your grip on your world. We acknowledge him and we say, yes, Jesus, I accept your love for me. Do you know that Christianity, a huge aspect of it is receptivity, a willingness to allow God to be in control. Which brings me to the second verse. Lover of my soul, my judge, my friend, Lord, you know I'll give you everything my strength, my weakness, and my doubt. You know what I need, so you sort me out. We need acceptance. We need awareness. God is nearer to us than we are to our own thoughts. We need to acknowledge. His love for us. We need to say yes to his yes, but we need acceptance. That is to surrender to that love, to fully lay down our lives. No longer, my will be done, but. Your will be done, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39 says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord and Accept his love. Listen, on your worst day, he is crazy about you. I can't say that enough. Accept it. Surrender to it. Allow him to be control in control. I like that closing line of that verse. You know what I need, so you sort me out. Jesus isn't wanting this or that part of you. He's not wanting just your problems, or, or, nor is he wanting just your strengths. He wants you which means he gets all of it, which is mixture. (laughs) Uh, Finally, in the chorus, there is these words, O perfect love, beautiful light, into the dark of this brokenness, your love has absorbed my night. O perfect love, beautiful light, forgive me for hiding, or foolishly trying to earn what is already mine. We need adoration. We need to worship him in thankfulness and confession. Do you have adoration? Are you thankful? So thankful that you can't help but confess to him your brokenness and your need for him. I love that interaction between God and Moses in Exodus 33. And... And I love this. He's, the Lord said to Moses, this thing that you have spoken, I will do for you have found favor in my sight. And I know you by name. And Moses said, please show me your glory. Is that the desire of your heart? To see God's glory. God is glorified when his children simply pay attention. When they they begin to develop and awareness, that sacramental cast, looking for those pinpoints of grace all around us, those divine appointments, when we acknowledge him and say yes to the yes he has declared over us in Jesus, when we accept him and surrender to his love every day, every moment I beseech you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself as living sacrifices. This is our logical worship, which brings us to that adoration. We worship him in thankfulness, and we confess our need for him each and every day. You guys, may we be haunted by his holy love today. Love you guys so much, and I am continuing to pray for all of you. This is Josh. Until next time.